Good morning, and welcome to Love, Death, and Everything in Between. I'm your host, Brant. Welcome to my podcast, if you haven't listened to it before, and this is your first time. Welcome, and everyone else, thank you for coming back. I hope everyone had a wonderful New Year's, and got to have some fun, spend time with people they loved, because that's what it's all about, you know, making memories and having fun. So, we're just going to jump right into it. And I've been thinking about this episode probably for a little bit now, just because this is something that I have put tons of thought into. And I don't think I realized was such a huge deal for so many people. So, I want to talk about PTSD today. And kind of what, you know, made me feel it like it's important to talk about this topic, which I have definitely talked about this before to other people, but I didn't have really much of a frame of reverence for, you know, PTSD. And I would say for a large portion of my life that I thought that PTSD was something that, you know, only people who were in the service or, you know, we're dealing with, you know, crazy situations. And so it's just like, that's what I, I always thought that that's what it meant, you know? And so, you know, fast forward to after I had Koi and I know, I know not a ton of people know this story, but then there's a good chunk of the people that know me. And maybe one day I'll do an episode about that. But right when I had Koi, they could tell something was wrong. And they life-lighted him to primary children's. And the, the next day, which was New Year's Eve, they did his first surgery. And I was stuck at the hospital where I delivered at. And he was up at the children's hospital. And... That was, I think that probably has impacted my feelings towards New Year's for a really long time. Because I remember, you know, being in the hospital and, you know, trying to distract myself. And so, like, I got on Facebook or Instagram and I'm trying to look at things to distract myself. And people are talking about you know, what they're doing for New Year's, and they're all excited and happy, and I just, I was so upset and angry and confused and just have so many different things going on in my head, you know, and it's already hard enough right after you have a baby because everything that's going on, you know, and my pregnancy with with Koi was really, really difficult. And so it's like the whole time I had been dealing with that, you know, and then I finally have him and we had no idea that was, there was anything going on with Koi. And so, you know, we get past that first surgery and Koi ends up spending a couple months at primaries for the first little while of his life. And, you know, as time goes on, you know, 
He has more surgeries. He has so many doctor's appointments. He, he still couldn't take much by mouth, only milk for a very long time. And ever, and when we started trying to do whole like solid foods, he would choke on them and then get food compacted. And then we'd have to go do surgery to get it, you know, get the food removed. And, you know, this, this was my life for the first few years, you know, and it seemed like, you know, every time like we'd hit the fall and things just kind of would go crazy, you know, and after that first year, I, I started kind of dreading the fall, like what's going to happen now? What's going to be the next thing that we're going to have to try and figure out and, you know, go through. And I just, I couldn't understand like why my, like, and I just, I will say like I had depression. Like I started getting really depressed and it was just hard. Like I said, those, those first few years, especially, you know, it was just one thing after another and then I started getting connected with other moms with kids with the same condition as Koi. And the condition he has is called TEF. And it's tracheosophageal fistula. It's, it's so hard. And it's like this crazy long word to say. And I'm like, I still, I'm like, most people just say TEF because it's easier. Um, but I started connecting with all these moms and these groups And they started talking about, you know, how PTSD has impacted their life. And I'm just like, wait, what? (laughs) Like, y'all have PTSD just from, just from kid stuff, you know? And I was just like, whoa, you know? And I, I think that really, really like hit me that it's like, for one, I'm not alone. And I'm not crazy for feeling like how I'm feeling. And, you know, I think when you're in the the thick of depression and, and things that, that you're feeling, it's, it's so hard because you just don't, you don't know what's going on and you just feel really alone and sad and just kind of feel like you're losing your mind. And so being able to hear all these women talk about like what they've gone through and how, you know, having their kids has impacted their lives. I think that was one of the most validating things for me. And it helped me understand like, look, this, this isn't just you. And that's another thing I think when we're going through depression or, you know, different sadness types of time, times of year, you know, we, we tend to isolate ourselves and then we make ourselves feel more alone. And we forget like how much talking helps. I, I made shirts for a while, you know, spreading awareness for TEF and I've had some of those beautiful conversations with so many different people, with kids, with TEF, and 
that that was so helpful. And it also like made me really sit there and think about it like, hey, you know, this is stuff that a lot of people go through, not just people that were in the military or like police officers or different things like that. This is something that impacts, you know, it, it could impact any person from some random person at the supermarket to the coffee shop to your your stay-at-home mom or someone who's climbing the corporate ladder. It can impact anyone. And so as I'm like navigating through these things and trying to understand, you know, what's going on, what I'm feeling. And that's hard. That's so hard. And especially I think where we don't have the open conversations about PTSD that we should. And again, that it impacts everyone. Koi had a surgery. I want to say it was the summer that COVID was kind of crazy. And he had one of his surgeons come back to me while they just barely had finished surgery and Koi was in recovery and I couldn't go see him yet. But he came in to talk to me and he was just like, so I'm sure you're aware of this to a degree, but Koi absolutely has PTSD. And I said, that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me one single bit because everything that he's gone through, he is up to, I believe, 24 surgeries now in nine years, which is just insane. He's gone through more in his little lifetime than some people have in their entire lifetime. And he said, I think it would be really good for Koi to get into some type of therapy and be able to talk to someone and kind of figure out just different emotions that he's feeling. And I am huge on therapy. I am a very huge supporter that, you know, therapy is so good for so many people and that everyone can benefit going to therapy. And so I was like, okay, let's do this. Let's, let's put Koi in therapy. And Koi loved it. I mean, he's, he's a talker anyway. (laughs) And so I think it was so good for him to be able to talk to someone and, you know, communicate and just work through things. You know, there's so many things that, you know, again, we like come up with these like stereotypes in our heads of like the only people that are going to, that are going through things or that are feeling the different things that they're feeling is, you know, this type of people or this type of person or someone in this field. But in all reality, you know, we can all have different things that impact us in so many different ways. And we don't realize that, you know, when you have these situations happen that it forms this trauma response, you know, and then you have this trauma response and depending on different circumstances, you know, there's a lot of people that end up like forming trauma bonds with other people because they're trying to work through things. And sometimes there's things that are going on subconsciously that we just, we have no idea about the 
I've absolutely been so fascinated with the subconscious brain and how it works. And I think what kind of got me super into that again is like the PTSD trying to understand like what was going on with me? Why, you know, the fall would come and I just, it was like this gloomy cloud that just followed me. And I'm not a, I'm not a gloomy person. I, I always consider myself a very happy person. I definitely have felt my happiness shift over the years. And I think that's been something that I'm also still trying to work through just because, you know, it's hard. You know, I, I think I'd gotten to a point where I had created this little spot for all the trauma that I'd gone through with my pregnancy with Koi, you know, having Koi and then getting Koi to where he is now, where he's like healthier and doing well and thriving. And then I think I have had other situations that have just kind of like sideswiped me and it's been hard. You know, and I, I keep working and working and working on the different things. And then sometimes life throws you this crazy bone <laughs> or like this thing in your life. And you're like, wait, what, <laughs> how am I, how am I supposed to get through this now? And I think with losing my dad, that's something that I've, I've thought about a lot. Like, what's this next chapter in my life going to look like, you know? Most people, when they lose a parent, they, I mean, and I'm going to say most, but that's not even true. You know, again, this is things that, like, we build up in our heads of, like, you know, when you're supposed to lose a parent, your parent is supposed to be really old and... They're just going to pass away just because that's where they are at with things, you know. But this is also something that I've learned in talking to people about this is that, you know, people lose their parents at all ages, you know. And I, I think losing my dad has impacted my life so much. But then it's been a different spin on things because, you know, we have chance now. And... I had no idea how to, how to go from having, you know, a seven, seven, eight year old, I'm trying to think eight, no, he was seven, a seven year old, almost eight year old to getting a 14 year old, almost 15 year old. I have no idea how to, how to do that, how to handle it. And I think that's something that going through the grieving process of losing my dad and life changing has made me really aware of like, you know, I need to work on these things and not just, you know, put it away, you know, and that's one thing like having grace for yourself. Sometimes I do put it away for a little bit longer, but I know that like I have to work through this because I, I understand that like, 
Trauma responses are real. PTSD is real. Depression is real. These are all these things that they happen to all of us. And we have choices to make, whether we're going to, you know, work through it, whether we're going to, you know, put it away, find a different coping mechanism to like get through it, which a lot of times when you start trying to find something to just take that edge off of it, you create a lot of unhealthy coping mechanisms, which I have absolutely done in my life, especially after having Koi, you know, trying to get through things. I, I've fought with my eating disorder so much. And that's something that like I've had to, through all of this, that I've had to be very mindful of because that's a safe spot for me. It's a comfort. And sometimes it's scary facing your demons and the challenges and not letting them, you know, take control over your life. I think also going through all these things that I have has impacted me so much, but I think, you know, having Koi has been one of the best blessings to help me understand different things and to work through them and find grace through these situations and positivity. And Koi's like one of the happiest humans ever. And he's always just this little ray of sunshine. And I think that's been one thing that has helped so much through, you know, everything. And it's pushed me to, like, remember, like, if Koi can go through what he's going through and still find the happiness in it, like, I can too. We all can. And, you know, it's not downplaying that sometimes things are hard and that we don't struggle. But it's, like, it's pretty amazing, you know, that we're here and that, We can help ourselves as much as we can. And we have so many outlets to help ourselves. And I think it's getting so much better with people vocalizing where they can find help and different outlets that we can do to create healthy coping mechanisms and, you know, break cycles of trauma and work through PTSD and all these all these things that are impacting every single one of us. But a lot of times we're just not talking about. So kind of some random food for thought and something that just kind of makes you think a bit, you know, we all, and this kind of goes back to that whole thing of like, you never know what someone's going through. And I know a lot of times it's easy, especially when you're feeling frustrated with someone to like jump to like, you know, what's wrong with you? And just essentially going straight to a negative place. But if we can work on shifting our brain to, you know, a less judgment and having grace and, you know, thinking, yeah, that was, that was not awesome how that situation was handled. But in the same breath, like what's going on with that person? That they responded that way. So. Kind of my. My thoughts for today. And like I said. I've been thinking about. 
the PTSD part about things a lot just because, you know, we just had New Year's and my, I don't think my life will ever be the same looking at New Year's and that time frame just because, like I said, that was, that was a huge traumatic thing that I, that I went through and it's okay. I think that it did change my life. But the point that I'm at now is that I want to be in control of that. I want to help people work through different things and know that they're not alone also. Because like I said, a lot of times with things that I've gone through, and as time goes on, like I, I will share more and you can understand. But I, I want to use all these different experiences in my life to share with others and to help other people know that they're not alone and we're all human and we're here. And I like to think a lot of times that, you know, we're, we're doing the best that we can. And so have to have more grace for ourselves and others and compassion. So I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of your week and thanks for listening. And I will talk to y'all next week. Love you. Bye-bye.